Welcome to the Prairie's Edge Farm website and podcast. You can find us online at prairiesedgefarm.com and on social media at facebook.com forward slash prairiesedgedairy. If you are in the Wilmer, Minnesota area and would like to try some certified organic whole raw milk, farm fresh cream, or skim milk, be sure to check out our website's contact page for contact information. Don't forget, we also sell grass-fed grass-finished highland beef and soy-free pork. Here is Carol's latest update. I'd like to welcome you to the Small Dairy Podcast. I am Carol Radke from Prairie's Edge Organic Dairy here in Kirkoven, Minnesota. I am the herdsman, milkmaid, bovine, homeopath practitioner, wife and mother out here. We're kind of making a little comeback here, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about what we what we had done. We were publishing a very informal podcast, um, a few episodes until up to about a year ago, I was just doing kind of a farm update, letting you know what was going on. Now that was like a year ago. And suddenly we've noticed that our our uh, podcast is picking up popularity. Our farm is growing. There's been a lot of downloads on the old podcast. And so we thought we'd bring it back. The podcast is a chance to hear what's going on on the farm, learn about how you micro-dairy, in general, the struggles, the successes, and my thoughts, and a few other things that I'll throw about. It's, it's very personal, this podcast, but I also want to be able to try to teach you what it's like to run a micro dairy or even just to have a homestead cow, because I did start there. We are going to bring back Carol's Kitchen and um, talk about um, butter, cheese, recipes, things you can try at home with dairy products, and just general things that are happening in my kitchen. And you might hear me talk a little bit about some things that we've talked on the Homestead Podcast, which is another podcast I do with my friend Jamie. It focuses most on homesteading on a farm and also in town. And Jamie does the homesteading in town. And so um, you might hear a little bit about that. So we might cross over some topics and I might even have her on here once or twice. Okay, so let's go over what Prairie's Edge Organic Dairy is. For those of you who don't know, we started homesteading back in 2008. We actually moved to the farm in 2007. And in 2008, we decided to stay out here. And then we decided that we wanted to add a cow. And Daisy was my first homestead cow. And I actually traded her for a bunch of my dairy goats. I um, Somebody had come up and bought some pigs from us. And he was in a wheelchair and he had a dairy cow. And she had... Um, what is it? she had kicked kicked him in the wheelchair and his girlfriend got nervous and was worried that he was going to get injured milking this cow and wanted him to get rid of the cow but he still wanted raw milk and so what we did was we exchanged we exchanged a bunch of our goats for one dairy cow and that's how I got into cows we had been drinking raw milk since 2005 so that's how I got my first cow my first cow was Daisy she was a jersey cross and she was Rich liked to refer to her as an old Amish cow. She milked like crazy. She was a great cow, but she was kind of a wreck of a cow. She had a really low bag. It was hard to milk her. Eventually, she calved for us, and then we we had to sell her because we couldn't get her bred back. She kept cycling for us, and we just thought well, there was maybe a better option out there. So that's how I got my first cow. After we sold Daisy... I had a time where I did not have a cow out here. We just had the dairy goats. We kind of him hawed around. We certified our, our land organic in 2011. 
that kind of opened up the door to us to potentially put um, some dairy cows out on this land and possibly milk for a creamery, in which we did. We signed a contract in 2014 and started milking for Organic Valley in 2015. We grew our herd in the year of 2014. We purchased a bunch of certified organic cows. So we started out with organic cows and our land was already organic. So we were really set up perfect for milk for Organic Valley. We did that for a few years, early 2020-22. We resorted back to being um, a small dairy, a micro dairy. And that's kind of the whole how we got to where we are today. During that entire time, from the time I purchased Daisy and she calved in 2013 to today, I only had maybe a six-month window where I didn't have a cow and wasn't selling raw milk. I have sold raw milk basically since 2013. So I've had a lot of experience in that area here in Minnesota. Let's talk a little bit about why our farm is special. We live in dairy country. Um, Where we live, it is very, very heavy dairy. We have a lot of commercial dairies and a lot of big dairies. We have 5,000, 8,000 head dairies around here. So we're pretty pretty small, um, and I'm still trying to get those numbers down. I would like to be under 20. But we're slowly, slowly getting there. But um, it takes a while because I'm very picky as to where my cows go when they become a homestead cow. I'm You have to interview with me and you have to earn my cow. That may sound snotty, but I'm really picky about my girls and where they go. Not only are we very small and surrounded by large mega dairies, we are also probably the only certified organic micro dairy in our area. We are 100% grass fed. Most farms in our area, that's not that other farms don't sell raw milk, but most of them sell raw milk on the side, plus they sell to a creamery or a co-op for pasteurized milk, which goes to stores, and we don't do that. All our sales here are direct to consumer. We do not sell to a creamery. Everything is sold right here. We offer raw whole milk, raw skim milk, and we also offer raw cream, which I think we are probably the only dairy who does that in our area that offers cream. We have cream on a daily basis and we do sell that. My herd is made up of mostly Jersey cows and um, Jersey crosses. We do have a few. I have a couple air shares in there, and but mostly it's, it's Jersey and um, that's what I prefer to have. I'd like to have the whole herd be all Jersey, but it takes a long time. We're just not there yet. Eventually, that is my goal to have all Jerseys out here. I mentioned that we were certified organic And I don't know if you know anything about the certification process for organics, but we're certified through MOSA, which is based out of Wisconsin. And it's not cheap. It's not easy to be organic. You have to think differently. It's it's expensive. It costs us over over a thousand dollars a year to certify our cows and to certify our land. There's a lot of paperwork involved, keeping track of um, health records on my cows, what we've planted on the on our land how much we harvest off of it, how much goes into the cows, how much is sold, um, what we do with the buffer strips, which is a, a certain amount of land that's between the people who are not certified organic who have land all the way around us. There's a, there's a buffer strip, and that has that cannot be fed to my cows. It has to be fed to something else or sold or whatever, and we have to prove that. We have to use organic seed, and they let's see, what else do they ask us to keep track of? Rich kind of does the land part, so I don't always follow everything that happens on the land. We need to know harvest dates, planting dates. We don't spray anything. 
Um, we do not irrigate out here. Everything is certified organic on our property, including the lawn that is around my house. As far as the cows go, they can just about go anywhere on our land and safely graze and stay organic. We have annual inspections. Ours happens in the fall. And we have a inspector who comes to our farm and he sits down with us, goes over all of our paperwork. We have to prove that our seed that we put in the ground is organic. And he checks my cow records. He will randomly pick a cow and ask her history. And so I need to know how many calves she's had. Not necessarily the sexes of the calves, but how many calves she's had. If I've treated her for anything. And if I did treat her, what I treated her with, her age. Um, I'm pretty good at keeping track of my cows. I usually know who's had what calf and how many calves, how old she is, that type of thing. They do um, random testing. They sometimes test our soil. Sometimes they will test the pasture. They're looking for contaminants from the neighboring fields, any chemical drift, any um, GMO trespassing that's happening. We do sit here and kind of panic when we watch the neighbors spray their corn and um, watch that drift and hope it doesn't hit our land. Um, we are kind of an organic island here. We are surrounded by conventional farmers and they grow corn and soybeans and either they're growing it to sell it right away or it's being grown to be fed to the dairies because like I said, there's a lot of large dairies in the area. So we always just kind of hope they picked a day that it doesn't drift and we've been very fortunate it has never happened. Let's see, everything covered for organics there? I think so. That's that's pretty much it. You got to rethink that you don't always have to medicate your cows. You need to um, rethink how you treat a cow. I will tell you that in organics, knowing your cows and knowing the second that they're sick is extremely important because some organic treatments take a little bit to work. And so it it's really important to know your cows and to know when an illness is showing up. Although I will tell you, I don't have to treat my cows very often for anything. Let's see, let's let's talk a little bit about the layout of our farm and how it operates. So we're kind of set on a hill, we're on a county road. Um, we do have a, a, creek that, um, a creek that flows through our land from the east to the west. And uh, so it goes through our land, so we have some land on the other side of the creek. And we have three main buildings. We don't have a lot of buildings out here. We have our house, we have our milking facility, and we have a calf barn, and that is about it. We don't have any buildings out here that store hay. We have a silo, which we don't use. This is attached to the old dairy barn. That is about it. We have a few huts out here for pigs and um, calves or whatever, but basically those are our buildings. I do have a small chicken coop, which is kind of falling apart, and we're going to probably have to move that or reconstruct something for them. That's basically... Our buildings, um, I mentioned before, we have about 160 acres out here. Over half of that is in dedicated pastures. That land is always pasture, and um, we do not till it. The, the, and then we have about 80 acres that's a, that's tillable soil. Um, it's a little less than that, but pretty close. Once again, we do have one of the smallest dairy farms in our area. I mentioned our milking facility. We have a, a pit parlor with a pipeline. So I have a closed system out here. I milk like I did when I milked commercially. I still milk that way today. I just do it with less cows. And so I milk seven cows at a time. Currently, I'm milking 16 cows. That milk is collected. It goes through the pipeline. It's collected in um, stainless steel 
pails and I then go and bottle the milk and place it in coolers to chill it and then it is sold. Um, that is hopefully changing here shortly. I actually got an email this morning saying that my new bulk tank is coming. It should be here in just a couple of days. So we, we have an, a 90 gallon bulk tank coming and um, I'm hoping to get that set up and ready to go within the next week or so. And that will change everything for me. It'll make um, my life a lot easier. I spend a lot of time bottling milk and a lot of time washing jars. Sometimes my dishwasher runs three times a day to handle the amount of um, jars I have to wash and have ready for the next day. So this eliminate that because the, the jars will be coming from the customers and we'll simply fill them just like I did when I was milking commercially. We just took from the bulk tank and that's what we're going to revert it back to. And I'm really hoping that will um, save me some time and my dishwasher won't be running to the graveyard here um, before too long because it's been running so often. So that will make things so much better. Um, the tank will cool the milk faster. I won't have to worry about um, having coolers sitting out with ice water in them to keep my um, jars or my milk cold. There's less chance of wasting milk with pails overflowing and all that type of thing. So it's it's really going to be a quite a um, step up for us. And um, I'm hoping that this will also allow me to sell a little bit more milk because um, those people who forget to order and then call me and ask me at nine o'clock in the morning if they can get milk today and if I don't have anything extra reserved for them that day, they have to wait till the next day. So that will go away. I will be able to be able to come out to the farm and get milk the same day should you call me and I don't have somebody else coming and picking up 30 gallons of milk. Um, it shouldn't be a problem anymore. So I am very, very excited about um, getting this bulk tank again because we did have one once before and now we're going to get this new one and it's very, very exciting. Uh, anything else about our milking? You have to come to the farm where the milk is produced and you have to bring your own jars. That's the rule. So it's pretty simple. It's just that getting people to come to the farm sometimes is a little bit of, you know, we don't live right outside of town. Um, we do live out in the country and it takes a little bit to get here, but it is so worth it. Let's talk about sustainable farming practices. First of all, um, as I mentioned before, um, we our cows are 100% grass-fed. That means they do not get any corn. They do not get any um, grain of any sort. Um, we don't feed any kind of supplemental feed. It is grass. So in the summertime, when there's pasture available, they are on pasture. And of course, Minnesota has winter. So in the wintertime, we feed them hay. So it's either grass, alfalfa, alfalfa grass mix, something like that, um, just because it's easier to come by and you don't have quite as much plastic. The cows are on pasture, like I mentioned, um, during the growing season. And that for us is from about May to um, November Sometimes we can go a little bit longer into the fall. We might sometimes, I don't know if we've ever made it to December 1st, but but sometimes we, we actually pull them off in October because we've already had a hard frost and it's killed everything in the pastures. So you never know when we have to revert over to um, feeding grass or feeding hay, excuse me. Um, but I tell you, um, I my cows absolutely love being on pasture. The cows always seem happier and my cows are always are healthier when they're on pasture, not that they get sick in the winter or anything, but my cows, I think, get kind of bored um, being in a 
in a paddock with just hay in front of them all the time where they actually get to move around and um, when they're grazing. And it's, it's just, it's just wonderful to be able to go out and walk out into a pasture and see your cows grazing on the green grass and they are nice and shiny and the sun is beaming out there and it, um, it makes for some really beautiful scenery. My cows milk better when they're on, on, on pasture their milk and cream turns like a golden color. Our our butter, we make butter out here. Our butter is is yellow. I mean, it is yellow, yellow. I can tell when our cows move from pasture to hay. Yes, the butter is still yellow when they're on hay. It is nothing like when the cows are on grass, on fresh grass. It's just just amazing. You wouldn't believe how different it looks. We have decided we're no longer going to do um, any kind of row crops out here. Um, we haven't done row crops for a while. We did have um, silage out here. We grew corn silage a couple years ago, and that's the last time we did that. Um, we won't be doing that anymore. We are um, going to be just producing hay out here. I don't know. It's, I suppose it's possible that Rich might decide that um, to grow oats or wheat just to, so that we can get straw. Um, but we don't do soybeans and we don't do field corn. Uh, we are also um, clean water certified from the state of Minnesota for our attention to um, water quality practices out here. Um, that is something that Rich has done. I, I don't know a whole lot about that program, um, but we have a lovely little sign in our window of our milking facility that announces that we are clean water certified. I think I've pretty much mentioned what this before, but our products that we sell out here on Prairie's Edge Dairy is milk and cream. Uh, we do make butter out here. I also make cheese. I And I finally perfected my cheese curd recipe. And oh my gosh, my cheese curds are so good. I'm also, I also make cream cheese. I dabble with a few other things that involve dairy. You know, when I bake bread, I use, I use milk and um, I do make buttermilk out here, cultured and also use the buttermilk off of our butter. And I make kefir out here. That's the other thing I make. Not all of those things are for sale because the state of Minnesota doesn't allow us to sell everything. But I can also teach you to do those things with our milk and cream. Okay, let's talk a little bit about selling milk in Minnesota. It's legal to sell raw milk and cream. So we can sell raw milk and we can sell raw cream. Um, the only stipulations are is that we are not allowed to advertise, and that's really quite vague in the law. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but we're not supposed to advertise. The consumer must come to the farm where the milk is produced and pick it up bringing their own containers to take it home in. And that's basically the the statue in a nutshell. It's it's really not a big thing. We do not need to, we are not licensed by the state. We are not a grade A dairy. Um, we're not a grade B dairy either. The state kind of just stays out of our business as long as we don't try to sell something that um, they deem is not abiding by the law. Our prices are posted on our website, which is prairiesedgefarm.com. Right now, you need to either call, text, or message me to find out when you can pick up and if you if I can complete your order. And like I said, we're kind of going through a change here, so we've got a bulk tank coming in, so things will change a little bit there, but you still need to let me know that you're coming to the farm to pick up. I allow sales every day of the week. We're open all week long, including weekends. I'll even do holidays if I'm home. If I'm home, I'm not always home on holidays, but if I'm here, my cows have to be milked twice a day 
irregardless if it's a holiday, my birthday, or whatever, snowstorm, doesn't matter. Um, cows are still milked out here. You need to just let me know you're coming. And if I'm home, we'll more than happy to sell you some milk. I don't think we have anything going on right now as far as promotions besides um, our pricing is changing here, but that'll be all posted on our website and also on our Facebook page, Prairie's Edge Organic Dairy on Facebook. And it's also on Instagram. If you have questions, you can, you're free to text me, email me. You can um, message me on Facebook, message the farm on Facebook. You usually get me for those answers. Rich doesn't do a whole lot with the sales and stuff. He kind of works behind the scenes. I do mentor. I also, I do sell homestead cows out here. And so if you're interested in a cow, I am more than happy to introduce you to my cows. Even if you don't buy a cow from me, I am still happy to help you in any way when you do get your cow and you have questions or are wondering about something or you just want to learn something. I am more than happy to mentor you through that. We are considering opening up classes here um, just to teach raw milk handling, maybe making butter, cheeses. Um, I'm not sure exactly what we're thinking. If we're going to have online classes, in-person classes, just videos that you can watch. I'm not exactly sure where we're going. It's just kind of a new thing we're we're considering doing out here. Um, and that's kind of just an overview of who we are and um, what we do, why we're here, and what this podcast is going to kind of cover. But at least you know my background. And from now on, it'll probably be more short updates about what's going on we will start doing our newsletter again. Kind of got put on the back burner. Things got a little bit crazy out here. And that is one thing that um, people are signing up for and we need to get that going again. I encourage you to visit our website, which is prairiesedgefarm.com. Check us out on Facebook, which is uh, Prairie's Edge Organic Dairy. It's also on um, Instagram. Feel free to leave comments. You can email me. Um, text, questions, comments, like it. If you like this, please um, share it with your friends. And if you have suggestions of what you'd like to hear me talk about or do, just let me know and I will try to see if I can gear this to those of you who are enjoying this podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and I'm looking forward to doing more of this for you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. Again, if you would like to try some certified organic whole raw milk, farm fresh cream, or skim milk, let Carol know. We also offer grass-fed grass-finished premium highland ground beef, as well as soy-free pork.